hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors podcast with your host, Hunter Brooks. Welcome back, Michael and Andrew. You guys had a big weekend, so uh, we figured we'd sit down and talk about it. Cool. Glad to be here. Thank you. You guys just got back from South Carolina, right? Yep. Correct. Georgetown, South Carolina. Georgetown, South Carolina. And why did you guys go drive all the way to Georgetown, South Carolina? I mean... Shorebirds. Other, <laughs> other than just to spend time together? Yeah. Other than to spend, yeah, 13 hours in a truck together? We oh. shot the 2022 Sporting Clays U.S. Open. Nice. And that's a, that's a pretty big shoot, isn't it? It is. Yeah. On the power ranking, the world shoot and U.S. Open mm-hmm. is like one and two. Okay. Nationals and regionals are about the same level. Um, so the U.S. Open is right up there. Some people may disagree that a regional can be as can be challenging as, as yeah. a U.S. Open. Right. But the U.S. Open, their goal is to get the best of the best from every state and well, abroad if you want to show up. Obviously, they did. They did. <laughs> they keep in, keep in mind, it is, that's true, but keep in mind, it is not the U.S. Invitational. Right. So if you yes. are, how, oh, I can't believe those guys went to that shoot. It's U.S. Open. You want to pay the money and you want to show up? Just show up. It, it's a right. it's a huge welcoming event. It's absolutely a big, no pressure event if you let it be a no pressure event. Yep. So big shoot, a lot of lot of good shooters at this at this uh, oh, yes. event. All of them in this country were there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how many shooters are we talking? In the main event, one thousand one hundred and seventy eight. That's a lot of shooters. There was about fourteen hundred shooters there, including the side games. Because you could have gone down and started last Monday. You could have started with shot your side-by-side, your pump gun. You could have shot all the side games, the super sporting, the feet task, and never shot the main event and still shot 1,200 targets. That sounds like like race week before Daytona 500 or something. You can do anything you want to do Monday through Sunday. That sounds fun. You don't even have to shoot the main. And some people went down there for the entire week. Some people shot all 1,400 targets. Some people might still be down there trying to figure out what There's a whole lot of people won't leave till Tuesday or Wednesday because they're just – demoralize you know right. <laughs> or they're on cloud nine and they're you know, i'm gonna call out of work for two days and i'm gonna have a good time so tell me about the course because i'm sure the course was a pretty nice course wasn't it yeah this place backwoods I mean, this place was yeah beautiful. it's the best six, it's six the best i've been acres. to yeah 6500 acres wow which is it's pretty big that's yeah. a that's a big place yeah it's bigger than most hunt clubs and do a lot of people uh bring their rvs and stay yeah. there huge he yes. had okay. uh, almost 100 rv slots all of them are full oh wow yeah wow including not including some dry camping spots yeah it was big time and so how about the how about the targets were the targets mean they were mean mean and big oh, yes man. yeah <laughs> big 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 stuff that you uh don't normally see uh at the local ranges you go to right. uh um, anywhere, and, anywhere you're from, the local shoot yeah. is not going to throw these targets. No. Very creative. Yes. yes. And, Very. Andrew had a good uh, analogy. He said, "I didn't know Verizon was sponsoring this shoot because they were throwing targets off of like yeah. cell phone towers." Yeah. And didn't I your walked, phone I charge one, when you I got heard next my to phone one? Started charging. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was every bit of a sixty footer with two full spring. One of them a standard size, you know, four inch target. Yeah. The other one was a, a ninety millimeter. It was about a two and three quarter three inch target both of them full spring haul and doo-doo going the other way wow and it was i mean it's a very lifelike shot a very sporty high wind dove shot but you throw them together and you put yourself in a <clears throat> neck brace trying to look up and see the machine it, it's it puts pressure on you real quick wow. but it was very very interesting we and- saw three 200 targets on the main event from three different target setters 
I never saw the same target twice. Oh, wow. So, you know, uh, Hunter sets one, Andrew sets the other, Michael sets the third, but oh, we don't overlap each other. So you get this just insane presentation. Okay. Yeah, they do. Um, there's a target called a rabbit target. It's denser and thicker, and you'll see them at uh, every clay shoot rolls on the ground. They put this one on a 40-foot lift and sent it through the air. Yeah. And the issue is is that because it's so heavy, it's falling faster than you think it is. Oh, yeah. So you have to – if you it's don't see that – instead of decelerating. And you yeah. don't see yeah. – and you don't and you practice can't that. It's yeah. hard. But it's – it's listen, yeah, it, looks it was like a, a little chocolate time. pie floating through the air. It's big yeah. and round, but by the time you take your eye off of it, it falls 20 feet real quick. Oh, wow. Yeah, and yeah. it's being thrown off about a 40-foot tower. It was very cool. It's 50 yards away. For, and for anybody listening, <laughs> and that, that was the easy bird in that pair. Oh, wow. the other yes. bird was you know on edge, fifty five yards. <laughs> for anybody listening and, and has no idea what the hell we're talking about right now, we're talking about sporting clays. Yes, we are. Oh, we right? are. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the art of, of pointing a shotgun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a uh, a big event that they do every year. Mm-hmm. And does this is this at the same place every year? No, yeah. it's east and west of the Mississippi River. Every okay, other so year. it alternates. Yep. Last okay. year was in Kansas. This year, South Carolina. Next year is in Arizona. Okay. And there's probably twelve or less clubs that can host what Rick just hosted. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. I would say probably four or less that can do it to his scale. Yeah. Yeah, t- and, and to have something like that six hours from us is unique. Yeah, I can only imagine that's living us, that close. I mean, yeah. obviously, yeah. that's where you guys went. You know, sure, yeah, oh, yeah. Good opportunity. Yeah. yeah, they they move it around the country so people have an opportunity to get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, if you lived in Idaho, you would eventually get one in your quadrant of the country. Sure, you know, it may take eight, six, eight, ten years, and you shoot it every time. It's within fifteen hours. Right. Most people, myself and Michael included, will shoot them within driving distance. Because there's a there's a range about four and a half hours north of here that can hold it, and Rick can hold it, and there's maybe one in Florida that can host it. Uh, if I can drive it in a day, ten hours or less, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. yeah. And I've shot one before, and Michael shot one before, and they are intimidating. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, for anybody who's listening and uh, thinking they have to um, get out of their comfort zone to shoot, mm-hmm. you know, there were several times, and Andrew can chime in on this too. You can take this game as far as you want. You can, you know, be all in, shoot all the things, um, and think about the target and stuff like that. There was targets out there that if I wasn't sure what to do with, I said, where have I seen that before? And Andrew and I talked about this. That looks like a gadwall pitching away from a blind. That looks like a dove heading out over my shoulder. And I would just relax and shoot at it like I was out in the woods with my hunting gun, Mm -hmm. not my clay target gone and even if it's a target just, you wouldn't have shot you know, it's something you've seen before right yeah. they didn't throw any they threw one target of the 350 that i shot that was unhittable and it got broken about 20 times this weekend and it was a novelty target it was a something we'll be talking about in a long time from now but everything else gave you a great flight good presentation uh a very fair opportunity if you were 25 or 75 you could have gotten two shots off at each target and doing that over six days <clears throat> with a wide range of talent is, is very impressive. Yeah. And there were some elite target setters there. The best eight or ten target setters in the country were there. So, And you get the best of everything. Best right. shooters, you get the best uh, hospitality, you get the best target setters, uh, uh, you, everything. Uh, the amenities, everything's perfect. You yeah. not have done any better. You, and you could go there, enjoy the food. 
You can enjoy vendors. You can go look at guns that you see online and touch them and talk to them. You can give them your driver's license, and they'll let you go over and shoot shoot them and practice with them and say, hey, maybe this is not the gun for me or – you know where do I sign up? I so it's a say, great opportunity I'm with sure the vendors. The size of this shoot that y'all are talking about, I was, I was thinking about it earlier. Is there's got to be a lot of big gun vendors and stuff. There. They, it's, vendors got to. I mean, it's yep. got to be a good opportunity sure. just for them. So if you're, you've worked in Richmond in a gun store for the last twenty five years, All right? Have you ever seen a Kohler come in here for sale? No. Well, you're familiar with I mean, them. Yeah, you I mean, see them transferred, maybe. Yeah, transferred. You've seen probably 10 or less. Very rarely does anybody try wanted, to move one. If yeah. you had no intention to buy one, you could just tell the guy at the booth, I don't want to buy one, but I want to go home having shot a Kohler. Mm-hmm. He goes, all right, let me borrow your driver's license. Follow me. Off you go. And he hands you a $30,000 gun. You crack it a couple times, big smile on your face. You might buy one in 10 years. Yeah. You might not. They don't They don't know that. You know, and it's a great opportunity to hands-on some stuff to see – Put a lot of names and faces together. Yeah. But there was, I think, 25 or 30 vendors, and there was everything from joke tubes to uh, start to finish gun shooting pouch, shooting glasses, everything in one spot. A lot of gunsmiths there, a lot of hmm. a lot of prominent names in the, in the sport. Stock work. Stock yeah. work and stuff yep. like that. Yep. Pads. Yep. yep. And you could – Could have been done on the spot, too. Yeah. You know, big events like this realize that people have families, and they will put in your shooter bag when you show up brochures of the local towns and places to go so there's a lot of times you know the spouse who's not shooting will take the kids somewhere around the area and do stuff so if you have a family thinking i'd like to go but what am i gonna do with everybody else they do think about that and when you're on the grounds you can buy anything from or look at anything from like andrew said a thirty thousand dollar Kohler. They had dog um, collars there. To dog collars, Leashes, to kettle corn, you know, to leather goods. dream catchers. Yeah, leather Which products. I'm still upset yeah. I didn't get one before I left. Yeah, I left a couple of dreams there. I did. <laughs> Which I, had I was looking one. for mine. <laughs> yeah. uh, they had a lot of entertainment, a lot of stuff to do. That's and, cool. And as a non-shooter, non-industry person, like my mom could have gone and easily killed a day. Just right. wandering around, oh, yeah, looking sure. at stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't imagine who plans. The planning for that event has got to be well pretty extensive. Yeah. yeah. It's got to oh, be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a moneymaker. Yeah. C- certainly, they, they bid for it, and they buy the rights to the shoot. Yeah. And it all comes back, but it's certainly not cheap. It's not free. Well, nothing. They, they earned it. There's nothing in this state that can handle a, a shoot like that, can it? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I'm hopeful. Yeah. But no, not at the yeah. moment. The closest one you could get to us. Premlin. Um, Premlin could do it if they had the enthusiasm, but that's a, a weekend or a place, a wedding yeah. venue. I just don't. That's not the money right. that they want to spend. Uh, Eminem in New Jersey has done it and will do it again. Place on the uh, Eastern Shore, Hopkins is very close in size. I could do it, but it would take well over two thousand acres to do yeah. it. Uh, Anthony's is sixteen hundred acres. I think and so. It's laid out one hundred percent perfect. Yeah. So if you had if you copied his footprint, you could do it. But he fills up. You know, they capped this shoot at twelve hundred shooters, hmm. which is. You know, a thousand or less vehicles, and that's a lot of sparking. It's a lot of um, porta potties. You know, oh, yeah. That's a lot of trash cans. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a lot of bottled water. It, it just it adds up into everything. So, 350 targets that we shot, that y'all shot. Mm-hmm. They threw 1,400 targets. You said you could have shot. But you three, just pick your event. But three, but 350 is the kind of the is what the standard was. No, or? the standard would be the like, 200 so, target I'm, what I'm main. Is, okay, and then a hundred. Fee task, 105 stand, and probably 100 super sporting. Okay. So most of your big guys and your ballers and the, the people that were there to make a big name for themselves probably shot about those 500 targets. Might have shot a little of this, a little of that, 
But all of the side games at such a large scale shoot are 100 target events. So if you're trying to schedule your day and you got there on Thursday morning, then we'll shoot 100 targets Thursday, 150 Friday, 150 Saturday, 100 and leave on Sunday. Or I'm staying Sunday night, I'll shoot 250 on Sunday. You can always, you can stack it up however you want. But do you have to sign up for slots, like time yes. slots? Yes. It's all flighted. It's yep. all flighted. Yep. yep. You know where Which you're at. Which is why it's a six-day shoot, or yeah. seven-day shoot, and yeah. backs up to Monday. You, you know where you're at, and a shoot like that will actually send you text messages throughout the day. Yeah. Every morning, it'll I shoot a text you. to remind you, this is your flight time, and this is the stand you start on. And yep. we had some bad weather come in, and they would tell they you, send you, a text. you know, yeah. we need you to clear the field, or if you feel unsafe shooting, you can stop, and we'll rearrange it. I mean, they take care of yeah, everything. Yeah, the girls that run Score Chaser, which is the the, the middleman that hosts the scores and the tournaments and all the advertisement, they do a fantastic job. Sounds like they had mm-hmm. all the everything covered, and they oh. don't shoot. You, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they they sit at the desk for twelve hours a day. They answer all kinds of ridiculous questions, and I lost this, and I lo- I lost my shooter number. I left it at the house, and I went. I said, Casey, I said, uh, I left my shooter number back at the house. She said, You're the third one today. And this is like nine o'clock on Friday morning. So you're the third one today. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Thanks yeah. for looking up. You know. No, yeah, but it's, uh, she wrote me a new number. I thought you left it at the barbershop, Maybe. <laughs> no, I left. It. <laughs> they cut one of the numbers yeah. off when yeah. they were doing the size of his head. That's right. That's now, right. Mo- I wish y'all could see the mohawk. It is on point. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it, a, it is on point. It's it a is. shooter's haircut. Oh, hundred percent. A good friend of mine, Braxton, has got a very interesting haircut too. It's a yeah. It's like a top mullet. It's okay. Nothing on the back, but I it's just you. the top and the Party's sides. Parties on the top. Yeah. I went by him. I said, it's, a, "It's good to know that there's at least two people here with a good looking haircut." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Parties on the top. That's this right. Is a, this is a rooftop bar. That he's got going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. No doubt. But the whole size of the event is just unreal, and it's hard to hard to put it in perspective how many moving parts it is. And I never saw any of the thousand two thousand people i saw never saw anybody throw a fit never saw anybody getting a uh an argument with anybody that worked there and the the host his name is rick hemingway rick seemed very level-headed and he's a high-strung guy so i would assume everything is running nice and smooth and he's got a 300 people working yeah so it's a lot of moving parts but it all where's that guy where's where's rick from? rick's out of, that's his hometown oh okay the okay. the range is on hemingway lane okay so that's his that's it's him. either his hometown or his local club or when you buy it, you can call it whatever you want. I got so. you. Yeah, but so what was the average score? I mean, I didn't y'all, average I, it from top to bottom. But y'all were. I mean, obviously, y'all shot above average, right? The average in our class, yeah. which is the the highest class, was, right, open so age first, group. Yeah, y'all were yep. in master class, yes, which is as high yep. as you can go. Yes, sir. Okay. And, and Michael isn't old enough, neither am I, to shoot in a veteran or a super veteran class. So right. we're we are just right in the middle. Right. The average in our class. Was a one thirty one or one thirty two? One thirty one, I think. Somewhere in there, like one thirty one point five, something yeah. like that. Which is out of two hundred. Out of two hundred, which is that's tough. Yeah, yeah, that's a sixty five average. Yeah. So, and most of those guys, myself included, Michael included, can go to any local shoot, and they wouldn't even dream of shooting in the sixties. You know, that would that right. would just crush their soul if they right. shot in the sixties, and. You get you step on a big stage, you know it's different. But that's because they got you got to beat fifty pros. Fifty pros need to get beat by the target setters. Right. But the guy who won E class, which is the very bottom, and you normally you start in D. So uh, some circumstance where you go back to E, shot one hundred nineteen, which is very impressive for somebody that low in the game 
to shoot 120 out of a 200 target. That's that's incredible. And after seeing the targets and knowing how hard those 120 were to come by, I tip my hat to them. More power to them. Oh, yeah. ab- absolutely. The the system is based on how you shoot and you work your way up the ladder and you get to a point where uh, where Andrew and I shoot and we're shooting against the best of the best. We're always doing that even when before we got there. But the average in that master class was a 131. We were fortunate to be to above that average, that. Yeah. which is a win for us sure. because it's a big stage. You know, it's yeah. not like anything we see here. So sure. my, my goals my goals are always to break every bird in front of me, but it'll be what it'll be when it's over. I right. can't, can't get There's upset no about back. that, They're you know. Gone. And you go there and you think, you know, what's going to happen? And Andrew said it best the other day, which, um, you know, I tip my hat to him on that. Is you go there and you realize – you're not as good as you think you are, and you're not nearly as bad as you thought you were when you get done. Because yeah, you look at it, and you see where you place, and you go, these are people from all states coming here to shoot. Yeah. And the average was this, and we shot above that average looking at things that we don't see. So, you know, fist pumped to my boy right. Andrew, because <laughs> him and I, you know, we're, we're fortunate to do that. You yeah. know, we didn't. Yeah. And the pressure, we talked about this too, the pressure of a big event, arguably, or probably not arguably, the first day's event, you SC's shoot 60. Was it? SC's 1,200 people. On it. <laughs> yeah. They think. yeah, it was, it was uh, 66, 68, and 66, right? That's the, way, the order we shot it. And so that's how many targets you shoot a day in the main event over three days. That first 66, the pressure of being on U.S. open grounds and, you know, 15 oh, people. A half a mile worth of flags, that yeah. state and country represented flags on the way in. Absolutely. Just puts into perspective. I, I'm not oh, the yeah. only guy here. Yeah. And, yeah. and you've got more people. You got half as many people behind you waiting to shoot that you have at your local shoot, watching you get up on a pair of targets you've never seen before. So the pressure of that, once we got over that first day, you smooth know, sailing. It was smooth sailing. And the it targets was just, only got harder. Yeah, but we yeah. were we were in winter. So but they did have that. a lot of uh, free lemonade and water and fruit. You couldn't so go that was anywhere. Good. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't go anywhere without getting. I didn't get my money's worth out of free lemonade, but I tried. I mean, every every station or every other station, there was a cooler full of water, fruit, snacks. Uh, somebody sponsored a bunch of lemonade stands all over. But it's just very refreshing and a compliment to the shooters. Yeah. But if you look at the winning scores, which is a, a, a just to speak on the winner and the winners, is one, two, and three are Brandon Powell, Anthony Matteris, and Gavin Miles. And anybody who shoots Sporting Clays is familiar with the second and third place names. The first place name is not a no name. That's a guy who can really, really shoot. You don't believe it. Look at the scores and look at how you know. Look at who he beat. Right. Whatever circumstances there are, he hadn't been shooting registered targets, so he's been under the radar the last couple of years. But he signed up prepared to win to shoot, and me and Michael laughed about it on the way home. There's a side bets where you can play options where, you know, you finish number one, top third, middle third. Brandon played high gun in class, and he's in the best class, and he knew he could win that shoot. Yeah. And I, and I just tipped my hat to him. It was the last person we saw before we left. Saw him warming up. I said, Brandon, I said, wish you the best of luck, man. Everybody's pulling for you. And damn if he didn't do it. Damn, and, and he got awesome. in the shoot off with arguably the best guy to ever hold a shotgun. His name is Anthony Matteris. And they shot a 177. And everybody there missed a minimum of 23 targets. So it really puts into perspective how difficult they were. Yeah. So if you're grading your score, you can kind of grade it with a 23-point curve, which is what they do in England. They they put everything into – they curve it to 100, and then they give you an average. 
So instead of shooting a 177, which 89 and a half average, he, Brandon is now the 100 average. And so is Anthony over the 100 average. Gavin right behind him, two targets behind. So if you, it's a good way to rationalize your score when you get home. Man, I really did not perform the way I wanted to perform. But in perspective, I shot as good as I would normally shoot. Yeah. Now, if I had shot, I shot a 155. I'm not going to hang my head about that. And 155 plus 23, that really puts me into a practical score that I could have shot. Right. So it really rationalizes everything. And those guys, where are those guys from? Are all over. All just all yeah, over. Yeah, Powell's Georgia. Matt Reese is uh, New Jersey. Gavin Miles lives in Arizona. Yes. Okay. Um, Braxton Oliver. This is just going down the list. Braxton is North Carolina. Jared Rumor is Pennsylvania, I think. Pennsylvania yes. or Maryland. Yes. Uh, DeMichael's Georgia. Bill McGuire's Tennessee. David Dulovich, Arkansas. You know, they're they're all over the country. All over. A lot of Southeast shooters. Okay. But they're all over the country. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's – um. It, it, it's a good way to look at it. I think that um, it it humbles you as much getting, as it gives I was you. To ask is it more? Oh, yeah. Is it very humbling when you get there? It's better leave your pride in Virginia. Yeah, if you yeah. don't leave in that hotel room. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you, it's hard to do that when you're in your backyard because you you shoot tournaments at the place that you practice at for the majority of people. Mm-hmm. So then when they go there, the only thing they're worried about is have the targets changed. And um, beating their practice. And, and being their practice and like, you know, their egos. You know, I'm going to shoot this or whatever. You have to leave that at home when you go there because there's a ton of people you never heard of who are coming and you don't know what they've put into that game. So you just have to, you know, look at every target. It's 100 one target events. Yeah. That's how you have to look at it. Or 66 or 68, whatever it is that day. And then the score will be what it'll be. You just have to, you know, keep your head in the game. And it's hard to do when you got a lot of people looking at you. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. You know, you just got to get over that first hump of, okay, you know, people are watching me. And, and to be honest with you, most of them aren't. They're looking at their phone or talking to whoever's in the Polaris you're, you're or nowhere, whatever. You're nowhere near you know, as important as you think you are. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you think you are, but nobody's really caring. Yeah. I mean, people probably look at me because, I mean, look at me, right? But they're not They're not, They're not. not looking at if I'm hitting or missing, and thank God for that. But, um, right. <laughs> no, like I said, it's, you know, I went there with the with the expectation and hope that I would shoot my best, and that goal was to be above class average. Getting to that goal, I'm over the moon with it. Um, and it all goes back to how much work I put into it. Could I have done a little better? Sure. I could have done a hell of a lot worse, though. I could have yeah. missed 154 you know, more targets. Yeah. Absolutely. It could have It could have gotten south. Could have gotten ugly. Quick. Yes, mm-hmm. it could have. Mm-hmm. Well, you had good weather, too. Uh, it, yeah. was, it was hot. Yeah. We, sure got it was hot. we got lucky. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. very hot. And we shot um, – Mike and I shot together. All week. So we stayed together, shot together. So I, one is the same. It was job. lovely. We shot. Yeah, there's a lot of Michael in three days. Uh, Did you know Andrew? Just on a side note, knows every word to every rap song ever made. And for six hours, I learned that about I'm him. I'm not surprised. And let me tell you he something. Some new words. I too. mean, when you come from where we come from, <laughs> yeah, he did not. Oh, yeah. He did not miss a beat. I mean, I was ready to hang myself the first two hours, <laughs> but then I, better, see, better, then I wanted to see where it ended. That's right. <laughs> so I said, "I'm gonna hang in there." Um, we <laughs> shot Friday. Got there Thursday. Shot Friday morning. Shot Fee Task, which is okay. kind of international sporting clays. It's a, the recognized game in all countries. Shot that from eleven to about two ish, and it was hot. It was, it was 94 to 96 all day mm-hmm. and hot and muggy and sweaty. Uh, chilled out a little bit, ate something light, went out and shot the main event at 3.30, and it was still extremely hot, muggy, sweaty. Steamy. 
Then the next mm. day we shot at 8 a.m., which is about four hours earlier than I like to get up and shoot, but stuck true to my gun and my theory. Woke up early, woke up at 5, got up, wandered around. By the time I set foot on the facility, about 7 o'clock, I was awake. I was ready to go. Wasn't jittery, wasn't wiping my eyes, tired. I was awake. Shot, it was overcast. It was in the low 80s, ideal, perfect. Then the sun came out, scorched, but we didn't have to shoot anything until 2 o'clock. So we just mm-hmm. kind of took it easy, hung around, shot at 2 o'clock, and it rained like an MF from about 148 to 201. And then the sun came out and lost about 12 degrees, and we shot, and very pleasant. Then yeah. the next day, we got about 20 sprinkles of rain on us right as we were pulling out of the driveway. We shot from 1030 to about 1230, and we hit the weather just right. Yeah, and the weather. Low. And when it started raining, I was from me to you from a car. And I got in that car, and it was a, and it was a good it was a good thing because when it started, it was to, lightning and oh, coming down like now. There was oh, a really? there yeah. was an old man with a cloak and a stick herding pairs of animals into a wooden <laughs> ship. So I said, oh, it's yeah, probably it not going to get any better. We need to seek cover. Um, but yeah, it was. It, was it, it sounds like we're on a wooden ship now, doesn't it? it does yeah. That's, that's what that that's what that Toyota uh, Sequoia looked like during this weather, man. It was rocking. I'm very so, happy. I knew the guy that owned that car. So <laughs> just jumped in. He just man. got was, in. Yeah, he was in there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, mm. so you shot your Parazzi? Yes. Did I say that right? Parazzi. Parazzi. It depends on what part of the country you're from. Okay. <laughs> and you shot your 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 K. Yeah, uh, Kriegolf, Kriegolf, but I call it as Kriegolf yeah. to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you probably had a lot of. Uh, I mean, there was a, a, every anything from a. They had it all. They, it was every, everything. Everything was um, out there. I there mean, was people, what's, some on a shoot was, like that, what's more prevalent? An over and under, or is it? Or is it Beretta. autos? A, a Beretta, Beretta. shoot. Yeah, it, it was a Beretta okay. title sponsored shoot. Okay. But there was. There was probably fifty percent Berettas at the shoot. Which is and incredible to look at the longevity they have because one of the guys we stay with is shooting wow, that a gun. Ma- that many. Yeah, I would wow. I would be willing to bet it's probably 50% of the shooters shot a Beretta. Yeah. And, and a would, lot of Craig Offs and a good number of Prozies and a smaller number of Blazers, smaller number of Kohlers. And then, you know, one guy might be shooting a, a Yildiz, which is a Turkish-made, yeah. very nice sporting yeah, gun. Yeah, it's a nice gun. There's probably three Longthorns there, right. you know, which are English sporting guns. There, there, there could have been a um, – a boss over and under there. There could have. I saw a couple eight seventies there. You know, it's yeah. everything was out yeah. there. It's yeah. it's interesting you say that because you know, uh, you know, we shoot what we shoot. The Parazi, the Craig Offs. Anybody listening to this, when you Google that and go, oh my God, is this what I have to have? Absolutely uh, we not. Bought them used. I went right. <laughs> and I sold my exactly. soul to get it. <laughs> yes, yeah. and but I was at a station and just looking at targets, and the group behind us came up. And the guy laid down a super black eagle, all black synthetic, just like we sell at Green Top in Ashland, yeah. Virginia. Um, and right next to that, on his squad, a guy threw a camouflage Max 5 duck gun in there at the U.S. Open. And that's what they're shooting. Yep. And they're there to shoot. And so don't feel like you have paid. to yep. go out of your way to do something. Just go and enjoy what it is. And take your phone out, take a video, show your friend. I don't believe the third target. Let me show you. They had a, yeah. they had a station. Most of the duck guns there belong to people that live close by. They yeah. Said, well, the U.S. Open is this close. I can sleep in my own bed or it's it's close, so close to Myrtle Beach, we're going to make a, and these a guys are, weekend out of it. We're just going to go and hang and out. And either these are guys that either they shoot a lot like you or they just 
They just say, they let's, just let's kill a weekend. It. I mean, screw yep. it. Let's just, I've got it's nothing, this close. I got nothing to lose. Correct. It's Let me this just, and they can be part I'm of. In, I'm in whatever class I'm in. I'm a great shot. I'm a poor shot, but I'm going to be part of this. Yeah, so like, what, was the, what was the worst score? Because I got to know where I, I would be at. Um, <laughs> well, some people. Yeah, I, yeah, some people didn't shoot. Some, some people just, shot one day or two days and, and went off. And went. Yeah, oh yeah. So okay. some okay. people had an incomplete score. I don't know if I would have done that. Um, but. I saw some scores in the 50s. Okay. That's out of, two, out of out 200. Out of 200. Okay. Yeah. And I also saw a score on one day out of 66. That was a 64. So in one day, Madison Sharp beat 20 people. Right. <laughs> More power to her. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and she's an animal, too. Right. There's no doubt. But, right. In uh, one day, she put up more targets than a person that I know. Right. So, uh, you got all you got everybody there. You talk, you, are you talking about me? Because no. you know me. No. She put up yeah, more targets than I did. Yes. Yeah, it was your two-day. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, brought, hey, you brought it up. You opened the door. I just walked through it. Uh, but it was cool to see all the types of guns. And, and just like that, I, Michael and I and the guy that rode with us, two Prozies and a Craigoff, guy behind us shooting a DT-11. Squad behind us was a Beretta DT, uh, Browning 25, and two hunting guns. You know, it, yeah. it's and they're all buddy buddy, and we're buddy buddy with the next guy. There was a Browning, a Prozzi, and a Craigoff in front of us. So it's just all kinds of stuff floating around. Yeah, and it's I don't know that anything got stolen, but you look at like you just stop where your cart is parked and you look around. There's like ten million dollars worth of guns just in your eyesight. Yeah, just around you. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 and yeah, people I just leave it. them. I did it. You just leave it in the back of your cart. One and of the, walk mm. away with two cases of shells, and I got thousand dollars shooting glasses, and a X amount of dollars in a gun and a cart. You know, it's just all kinds of stuff just sitting there, keys in it. We saw, we shot and, with it, and it's just that's kind of hat tip to the people that shoot this game. Yeah. It's a, there's not a whole lot of thieves right. in, in this game, and and it's interesting people's perspective on what a nice gun is and what is a useful tool. And we shot with a with a guy who's a, a yeah. great a great shot, and he shoots a blazer, which is. What we this sell. is an expensive gun. Yeah, we, yeah, sell, we, we sell this here at Green Top and Ashland. Right <laughs> uh, but um, he um, he had electrical tape all around it. Uh, the forearm didn't match the stock. And, yeah, forearm and Andrew, was gorgeous. Andrew was got like to talk to him. Semi custom. Yeah, and then the rear stock looks like you and I built it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it is rough. And he was talking to Andrew, and Andrew shot competitively in college, and so does this kid. And they were talking. And he said, look at that gun. And I love the gun. It looked like an old framing hammer from a carpenter that's yeah. had one for 20 years, same hammer. Yeah. And he said, yeah, it fell off the back of a cart, so I just had to throw this on there and make it work. And But tape and just hammering and targets kids with on it. the uh, reigning ACUI, which is a college circuit national championship team. He goes to Texas A&M. Oh, okay. And, he's, and one, of, one or more of his scores were applied to the championship score. I got so you. that kid's at the highest level he can shoot at. Yeah, and he's not a kid. He's you know twenty. Yeah, but he's just incredible. He didn't care. It's just a gun, it's just a tool. Right. The gun I'm shooting got tape all over it. It's a gun. It's an expensive gun, but it's just a tool. Yeah. So, so you, you know, you talk about like you know uh, guns that fall off carts and stuff like that. Do you got do, at a shoot like that? I mean. I can't imagine, you know, if there's there's people that have some major malfunctions on a gun, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. how disappointing that is or how frustrating that can there's be. There's no better place to break a gun yeah. at that sh- than, to, than where we were this weekend. Yeah. Because when you break it, you you can radio or call or tell your buddy who's not shooting, say, go to the Parazzi trailer, tell them what I broke, and they'll have one at your station in probably 20 minutes. 
So they'll just give you another gun to shoot. Yep. If you're in a uh, panic mode, like with my Craig off, if I had snapped firing pin or broke my top latch or something, I would pro- I would finish my station. I would have picked up Michael's gun or somebody's, finish my station, and, and that's, as soon and that's as I okay. walked, it, it just happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. I would have called somebody that I knew wasn't shooting. I said, "Go to the Craig off trailer. Tell them what I'm shooting, and tell them I need one right now." And and they'll bring you one. And they they wouldn't do it for Andrew Napier, but they do it for somebody who needs a gun. Right. Being me wouldn't have gotten me any scored me any points, but it's just and if you break it and you can finish around, may you be an ejector broke, so you can continue to shoot. As soon as you walk off at course, you say uh, the, like the blaws or gunsmith's name's Tom. Tom, I broke an ejector. Okay, I have you new in twenty minutes. No issue, no cool. problem. Then you're back ready, ready to rock next day. But they have loaner guns, a lot of them for, are demo guns, hopefully for sale. But they're backup guns in case somebody snaps something. Hmm. Yeah, if I dropped it, shattered a piece of wood. I never thought of they that. They could cause... have taken the wood off a different gun besides all mine. Hmm. So, I mean, I, I mean, I guess that's that's the cool thing about that community is yeah. everybody kind of takes care of everybody. And you're in a position you don't have to buy or bring a backup gun because this is a big stage. This is a big shoot. So right. probably the big dogs <clears throat> brought backup guns, whether they be their own expense or their sponsored guns, whatever may happen. Did y'all take backups? Nope. You buy a good I one. Took you, Andrew. You buy, <laughs> he brings a gun, so that was my backup. <laughs> you, you buy a good one, you don't need two. There you go. Um, okay. But I was uh, in the same position everybody else was in. If I had, if my the rib fell off my barrel, I can just walk over to the Craigoff guys and say, "Man, I survived but, the round. Had to pick up something else, but can you fix it tonight, or can I shoot something else tomorrow?" And they'll have a gun that's identical to mine. And it's interesting. Andrew and I shot together maybe a month ago, just shooting at some targets, and both of us had the same thought. But didn't say anything to each other till it was over, and he just walked over and picked up my gun and shot a few targets, at you know, arguably some of the stiffer targets at the place we were shooting. So I grabbed his, and when it was all done, he's like, "Yeah, I could shoot that if I had to." I said, "I was thinking the same thing." Yeah. I breaks, said, "If something happens, yeah. you know, my, I mean, we're close enough in size that the gun would fit good enough." Yeah, to it get definitely us through does the day. not fit. Doesn't fit anything like my gun, but I can make. But it you work. could make it work. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that if was, I was just in that, the, that unfortunate position. I could survive. Hmm. Yeah, and Michael and I are fortunate enough shots where I can pick up any gun and survive the the remainder of my round. It definitely is not what I want, and my result may reflect that. But I can make this gun work right. for the rest. Left handed yeah. gun, right handed gun, short, long. I could figure it out. Yeah, for and forty it, more shots, I can figure it out. If you if you shoot enough and realize that it's the target, and the gun's always going to outshoot you mechanically, and for what it is. If you think about the gun too much, it's probably going to cost you birds. If yeah. you just shoot the target, you probably won't miss a step until maybe that recoil is a little different yeah. or the move's a little right different. Like and you might shells. drop a bird or two because it's a little lighter or heavier, but you're not going to sink if you shoot yeah. enough. You you'll be able to survive. And, you know, you're already in the back of your mind. You're thinking, i got to get that gun fixed, you know? Yeah. And, as, and the as more you can suppress breaks, that, the better you're off. And if my gun were to break, I would have just instantly ruled out my score. My score does not matter. I could have picked up two targets by picking up Mike's gun. I right. had no idea. Yeah. Just because I'm, I'm out of the hunt, let me just enjoy the rest of my day. Well, and, that, and that goes back to the whole well, – because we talked about it the last time y'all were on about the whole the whole mental aspect of this because it's it's, – It's unreal. It's, it's almost 100% mental. Yeah. Yeah. Other I than mean, squeezing the trigger, right? It's yeah. Because you have to make a conscious effort to right. put the barrel in the right spot. And when it's you get and when you get into an atmosphere in that big event where you have that many people around and that many great shooters the, yeah, that, that many you're shooting against, mm-hmm. 
do you do you do you go to do you do you take the perspective that all right I'm not shooting against these guys I'm kind of shooting just basically Absolutely. against myself most most people myself included did not realize that until Sunday on the way home yeah but if you could if I could have thought about that Friday morning when I showed up. All I gotta do is shoot my game. All I gotta do is shoot your game. Shoot my game, and, yeah. and don't, the cards will yourself. fall wherever yeah. they fall. I typically um, people beat themselves up bad. Yeah, yeah. You people in general are harder on themselves than they need to be, right? Um, and anybody else. I always go to the to a tournament thinking all I have to do is beat one person, and that's the guy who set the targets. Yeah. That's it. So if I walk off a station and clean it, break every bird. I won that station. Yeah, and the goal you, is to you, just you move to them, hit do you, the. Do you flick them off when you walk I away? Did. Sometimes, <laughs> some, sometimes I, I raise I hit a, a bird. Sometimes I pee on the stand and then leave, <laughs> just so he knows I'm there. I hit but. a bird this weekend, which is not it's not a good practice to to miss a hundred out of three hundred fifty and talk about the one I hit. Right. I hit a bird that's way above my pay grade this weekend. It, it was. I hit killed it. It was a single on FETAS. You get two shots. I killed it on my first barrel. There was one obvious place to break it, and if I missed it, I was just going to stab another shot at it. And I shot, and I had missed what would be considered a cupcake shot in comparison to this one here. And I slung the barrel out in front of about 20 feet, cracked the trigger, and it shattered. 15, 18 pieces, and probably 65, 70 yards where I broke it. Mm. I spun around. I couldn't have fist bumped Michael any harder. I slammed the shells in the bucket, man. Napier's here. (laughs) I am here. Missed the next target. Looked like a <laughs> pumpkin flying across the air. <laughs> Couldn't touch it with two shots. Right. But I hit that one, and I just thought to myself, I've, I'm winning right now. Yeah. And if I had kept that mindset, of keep one going. shot at a time, you know, the game, the game becomes that much easier. That was yeah. the tower on parkour too. Three. The, the cell phone tower. <laughs> three. Parkour three peg two. It was across from the first tower we shot. Where it had a gravity bird with oh, it. Oh, the one with the rabbit. That one. Yes. That tower yep. off the rack. Because there was another big tower shot on two. Yeah, that Michael did the same thing. Killed on his first barrel, just shattered it like glass. You know, it's a bird that you can hit, but you don't really expect to hit <laughs> right. it. Right. Hey, you don't really expect Can it. I tell the story, or you want to tell the story of what we talked about with targets? It's all you. So we were shooting, and... Um, they changed the the game. It's called a new style fee task, and it, all that means to people listening is just the way they organize the shooters and shoot. You shoot more traps, more variety of targets, okay. so it's it's edgier. Mm-hmm. And we shot some birds, and Andrew and I are tooling along. And he said, "Well, that was cool." He said, "I don't see it getting the any first tough. parkour." So the game's broken into four parkours. Each yeah. one's worth twenty five birds, but each peg, which so you'll get eight, eight, and nine to make twenty five, uh-huh. is a new set of targets and a new ref. Okay. So it's it's you'll see one two three four five six seven eight thirteen machines per parkour. So you're you'll never shoot at one bird more than twice, and one bird you only shoot at once. So okay. it's very cool to yeah. see, and you can only get stung so bad. If if hunter can't hit incomers, and they're on peg one and they throw you an incomer, I'm not going to lose more than two, and you walk away from them. You may see another one later, but that bird will only haunt you twice. Yeah, and it's it, it's, it's it's interesting. It's a very cool. It's it's moves a little faster. It keeps you on edge. Um, yeah, shoot, you move, know, shoot and move. But it, but Andrew had said, I don't see it getting any tougher than this. I said, I don't think it's going to be. And we shot that parkour good. I said, I don't think it can get consistently harder than this. And that was the which was stiff. And yeah. that was the absolute, <laughs> the absolute worst, worst thing, thing ever said. That's the worst thing I could have said anyone. at that moment. I mean, we started leaking oil after that. <laughs> we we went, went to a I drove 100 to a yards lake. down a hill, and I'm looking at this lake, 
envious that I don't have a boat or a canoe with me. It's gorgeous. Yeah, right. And I wish I had a fishing pole at one point. Four, <laughs> instead of yeah, the shotgun. Yeah, it was rough. There was four floating docks. And four out of the five machines were being thrown from the water in. Closest one being about 35, 40 yards. So they're all stiff targets. So at that point is when you said, all right, I take back what no, I said. I, that, oh, no. that was the least my worst. Oh, okay. The fifth one was on the tower we just left. Oh, that was wow. 100 yards behind us. Oh, wow. And when that bird crested the trees, the closest we got, <laughs> dude, I'm talking, you could hear it as like a Huey helicopter going, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> you, you hear it before you see it. And it crested the trees, looked like an aspirin. And that is no exaggeration. Wow. You didn't think it would, you wouldn't have thought it would have been a standard size target. It crested those trees. The closest we could hit it with a rangefinder was 102 yards at the tree that it curled behind. So we're assuming the bird's about 110, 115. And it comes almost at you and then curls, and it's such a long, slow motion. Even though you know the bird's being thrown 200 yards, it's full spring. And when it decides to go down, it it never took a straight line. So it didn't run from 10 to 2 o'clock. It ran from like 10 to 4.30. But it went to 1 o'clock before it went to 4.30. I mean, it's just insane. It looked like a snake going through the air. And wind's blowing, and it's so far away. It's unfathomable. It's unhittable. Yeah. And the 20 people that hit it out of 900 right. could not, on their, on their life, couldn't do it again. And and <laughs> we, it was, we get down that hill, seeing, and we're seeing. sitting there watching, like, man, well, this is not going to get any harder. <laughs> <laughs> and I called Pool. For, I think I shot that first. I was the first shooter yep. up. And I looked at the E-Bird and the D-Bird, and he said, we're going to throw the A-Bird. It's off the tower. I'm like, I don't see any tower. Can't be so. Maybe it's behind right. a tree. It was behind a tree, but it was behind a tree in North Carolina. You know, we were <laughs> right. in South Carolina. I think they threw it from the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, they was... threw it from Ashland, Virginia, and it comes. Sound like a ring-necked duck coming. And you could just. <laughs> and we all giggled and like you know, he only shot it as a single. So yeah. And somebody shot that whole round. And shot a 99, and they missed that bird. They got nothing to be mad. Right, you know, absolutely, it's, absolutely. It was yeah. it's a novelty target. They'll be, you know, and when I see Rick, I'll thank him because he set that target. It just someone will be talking about that bird in 20 years. Yeah, like remember we are now. Yeah. You remember that hundred yard bird yeah. he threw? And somebody that I know who shot a 68 on that event broke it. Broke it. Highlighted yeah. his weekend. Yeah. Maybe his month. Right. Absolutely. And, and more power to him. You know, absolutely. He, he no, said, "There's no way I can do it again." But yeah. I, I killed it on his first shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I um I got up there and opened the gun up and I looked at my gun and I said I'm not sure if you can shoot that far but we're gonna try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put two shells in and far. cut it loose. Yeah, so I, I shot my first two singles. You shot it one two that bird and then two other pretty sporty birds. Killed the first two. I shoved a shell in the gun, closed it, looked at the trapper and looked behind me. I said, "Y'all watch this." I was 40 feet behind the bird. <laughs> but had I hit it after saying that, yeah. I would have gone out as a legend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Had I hit it. Because I, clo- I swear, I looked by and said, y'all watch this. Or check yeah. his shit out. So, so, I'm stupid. <laughs> so he taught me a valuable lesson. I stayed very quiet and just whispered to the gun, and I, please hit this if you can. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm pulling the trigger threw, as soon as I see something. I threw two at it. And I, when I got to what I thought was probably 20 feet in front of it, my brain cut off. It yeah. wouldn't let me push the gun any further. Yeah. And I knew I was behind it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, but it was so cool to but see. But you can see, but you saw the bird. I mean, you can see the bird. It was a great presentation. Right. Yeah. So he gave me two previews and it had such a long flight. It wasn't like it snuck up on you. It yeah. was, here I am. Hit me yeah. if you can. You ever like look it's, up? It was being thrown like from Home Depot. 
it. Holy crap. And shot at like where CC's is. It's unreal. <laughs> if it's you, crazy. If you, if you ever looked up in a plane in your life and thought, I wonder where those people are going, I thought the same thing when that <laughs> target went across the sky. I said, I wonder where that thing's heading because yeah. it, it's damn sure nowhere I'm shooting yeah. at. And it was splashing in the water. What it's the range finder like would pick up was like 98 yards where it was splashing the water. It's like sky busting a dove or something on a dove hunt. You just, oh, yeah. You're just trying to in see. In a field you that you're it. not hunting. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have permission yeah. to hunt yeah. on. I'm going to shoot over there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, wow. But it's, you know, we're here talking about it. So, so did you did his job. So did you guys change chokes a lot on this course? Never or is it them. you just, just never changed them? Just never changed them. I shoot chokes that are too tight to start with. Yeah. And so some of that's confidence. So when you really explode one at twenty yards, you are you're, you're fist bumping yourself. I'm ready to go. And when I get something to eighty yards, I know I can hit it. Yeah. Yeah. And so okay. it, There's... I shot my threads. So I took a choke tube out. Which disclaimer to all people listening: don't you should that. not shoot your threads. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're shooting a four thousand dollar barrel. Don't shoot the threads. <laughs> right. But I do that so I don't have to change my shell. I don't change my choke. I have one. I have four chokes: the two that are in it and the two threads. That's all I got. That's all I brought with me. I left the other ones in Virginia. So I, and what chokes are you shooting? It's improved modified. Okay. Yep. Both of them. Both barrels. Yeah. Same choke. So yeah. when I get to one, I don't have one that's tighter than the other on two birds that are exactly the same. Right. So should I shoot this one first, that one first? I don't like, you don't have to think about it. Well, same choke. Let me ask you this. Sorry to interrupt. When I but, shoot threads at something really close. Right. Like a rabbit inside of 20 yards where I just need to spray and pray. Right. Or a 10-yard shot, I'll shoot threads. You do at. that occasionally. Uh, yeah. Maybe three out of a hundred shots. Right. But, but keeping keeping it simple, like um, just shooting yeah, both improved sure. modified. It's less mental things to worry yep. about. It's yep. just because you don't want to have to stress about. All right, well, man, should should I improve have, cylinder I have or used, light mod? Should I have gone light sure. mod or should right. I have gone improved cylinder? And you start kicking yourself for doing mm-hmm. that. My only one. thing is is the threads, which is zero thousands, better than twenty two thousands that I'm shooting. And if it's if I think that's an improved cylinder type target, which is ten thousandths, that's going to outkick the coverage of my threads, and I'm well within the wheelhouse of my other choke. Yeah. So I have yeah. enough gap between them. It, it's interesting with chokes too. Just real quick, is that Andrew is mentally strong enough to take a choke out and say, "I have an open choke now for a specific reason, mm-hmm. and I'm going to shoot this close rabbit with it." And I'm going to kill it, and I'm going to be happy when it's done. Right. Like that, and, I, that's my whole thought. Not I think this will work is I know it'll work. My my Neanderthal brain is I shoot a mod and an iMod, and I tell myself, if I just do everything right, I'm going to break it anyways. Right. And I don't take the choke out because I find myself taking my foot off the gas when I open up a choke, and then if I miss it, I'm complacent. lost. I'd much rather ink ball something or miss it completely and rethink of how I missed that bird. If I chip it, you're supposed to shoot the same way. My brain doesn't work like that. I try to fix and make it a harder hit. They yeah. all, the X's are all the same, but for me, that's what I shoot, and I've proven shooting close targets, far targets, anywhere in between. Those chokes work for me, and it's all about confidence. Yeah, I shoot, just, confidence. I shoot just a touch better. Yeah, you know, out of 500 targets, I might pick up two or three by shooting tighter chokes. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking at the middle. Not chipping the front edge, chipping right. the front edge, chipping the front edge. And a clay edge. target that spins, the slower it spins, the more pellets you need to put on it. So I always tell hit. myself, and we saw a lot of that this weekend, yeah, not all there's speed, a lot so. of slow birds at distance. So now you've got a target that's not rotating very fast and needs a lot of pellets. I was grateful for those chokes. you got to pound it. you got to hit it with 15, 18 pellets. Cho- pellet. yeah. Targets that are flying Mach 2, 
they're going to break anyways, whether you have it with an IC choke or a mod or an yeah, iMod. So that tower I'm just bird, confident that, that my gun shoots that, that way. And the one that I shot, it's, they're 65-plus yards. Two pellets, it's just like tripping up a running deer across the field. Yeah. If I break it, it'll break itself. If I hit it, it'll yeah. two, three pellets will break it that far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole lot to go into it at a big event like that it's a whole lot of moving parts and i didn't sleep good i'm not in my own bed i woke up too early i got the wrong choke what do i do this do i do that do i do that if you stop put two shells in the gun start how you're supposed to start hands in the right place feet in the right place look at the bird call pull it all washes away if you're doing the basics right it'll that really puts birds on your scorecard yeah yeah no. what about um i guess with all those people there from all over you kind of see people shooting of course different style guns mm-hmm. like we talked about but do do people have different styles of shooting itself oh, absolutely i mean you yeah. see you see some things that you've never seen before there or or just um in the way somebody handles gun yeah their approach yeah yeah or well, so for I the saw target that. <clears throat> or, or calls I, yeah, for the target the way they say pull um <laughs> of the four people shooting with us i close the gun i say pull michael is a like a bull moose in october he goes Oh, <laughs> somewhere between a longhorn steer and a. There's a reason for that. So he's whatever. <laughs> the guy shooting behind me just like opened his mouth and noise came. I went, oh. And a lot of the trappers didn't hit the button. They thought the guy was having an aneurysm or something. They just, yeah, I thought that whatever. Was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. I was, I had like 10 times. I was going weekend. through first aid in my head yeah. thinking, this is it. I got to jump into action. And then the, the last guy, so we shot in a four man squad. The last guy just goes, so it's just the four of us that we shoot around each other all the time. We have four different signatures. Yeah. Michael, then me, then David, then Duke is the way we shot all weekend. And Michael's approach is going to be within 90% of my approach. So watching him is good for me or it's telling me that's not the right way to do it. So I, I get a good feedback off of him. The guy behind me shot very similar. He was left-handed, so he stood in the box a little different. And the, our last shooter, Duke, Shot three or four pairs backwards than the way we would have shot them with the same or better success, but he shot a lot of pairs flip flop, and he spun around and told Michael one time because he he shot first and then Michael, he said turn around look away because you ain't gonna like it. <laughs> so if you got a plan, I'm gonna shoot A then B, and Duke is over here and La La Land. He goes, I think I should shoot B then A. And he, so it was he's, fair, doing, it, he's it was, doing it differently, and he doesn't want you to. Yeah, it was fair warning, and I okay. tip my hat to him because he said, you. "Michael, look away." Yeah, no, it's and, and it's and it is it, it, and my hat's off to him yeah, as well. That was, and, a, that was a very nice it's, gesture. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, when Andrew and I shoot together, and I enjoy that. Is Andrew's very calm and collected from competing in baseball and shooting in college and all that. And I'm a very calm person when I'm in the cage as well. And don't throw shells and don't get mad. You just fix fix the problem. Yeah. So if I shoot in front of Andrew, like Andrew said, he can get a good read on what it's supposed to look like or not look like. Right. You know, but I'm consistent enough that he can say he's doing the same thing every time so I can or feed I off like of that. that. Or I want the bird to go ten more feet. Right. Yeah. And then when I get out of the cage, if I'm shooting behind andrew or in front of him i'll watch some of his pairs if i've missed one of those just to see where he thought it should be broken and you're always gaining knowledge from the tournament you don't dwell on it during the tournament because you're not going to fix that problem that day but it's something to put in the bag the next yeah. time you come around and it to say okay i'm not shooting with andrew back. today you right. know and this is how andrew approached this yeah. and him and i shoot similar enough arguably he's a better shooter than me but we shoot similar enough that i can make a move 
that he would have made. You bounce ideas off each other, yeah. you know. And okay. having a guy like Duke, and that a lot of times that guy's me, where it's a the shooter's choice pair, two inside out targets. Well, we had one yesterday, whereas two trap shots, two different birds. One of them was all orange, and one of them was orange with a black rim, which is how deep the target center is in your brain. That he's you you should shoot probably the black rimmed bird first, but if you don't. This bright orange starburst is flying underneath your gun barrel when you're getting ready to shoot and you're going to look away. And if you shoot it the other way, you shoot the big orange one first, now the black rim target's going to be harder to find in the sky. It just tells you how many light years ahead of you the target setter really is. Yeah. And stuff that I wouldn't think about 50,000 targets ago. And somebody who's in C-class who's only got 5,000 targets under their belt, they don't think about it. They just point and shoot. With the same success I had, right? So I've, I, you didn't get to a point where you just spiral into too much information, but a pair just like that. Michael broke the obvious first bird first. Took the three out of six in the bag, guaranteed. I'm killing these three. If I miss, I'm probably going to double barrel this one. And then he shot, bang bang, ran the station, hit all six. The whole time that was happening, I never considered shooting it that way, but I got three extra demos of the bird I want to shoot first. Because now he's just over here just exploding his first target. But I'm getting an excellent view of the second bird's flight. And I get in there, throw two shells and gun, pull, bang, bang, shoot the exact opposite. So I got some extra free demos or I would have gotten an extra lesson on how to shoot them. Sure. So I, you can get a little bit of both. I normally shoot a lot of pairs backwards than other people. And having Duke in the squad really gave you a new perspective. And then if it didn't go well, I can look over at Michael and go, that, that ain't it. You know? right, yeah. <laughs> that ain't it. You got to yeah. shoot your own game. You know? yeah, and it's and it's interesting. Him and I, uh, Andrew and I, between uh, rap music, talked a lot about um, <laughs> you know shooting on the way. But I, and I, my hat's off to him. He really is a good rapper. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I don't um, have a singer's voice, but I, I, my attitude. But I feel it. I feel it in your bones. Over, yes, I, fe- I mean, he's committed. Yeah, I'm committed. He's committed. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound right, but he's committed. Yeah. Um, the ideas but, are there. But we talk about it, and, you know, what I see from – Andrew is if he has to make an adjustment I can write that down because he 99% of the time makes the correct adjustment and so I say okay well next time I'm in that predicament I'm not shooting with Andrew um, you know I can make that move in the cage or whatever Uh, he talked about the way I shoot a certain bird and he's like you know I'm watching you shoot it and didn't think about that why do you shoot it that way? And if we just bounce ideas off of each other, you know, why do you take Between a bird? Between stations, on the way there, on the way know, back. And yeah. on the way home, we had a great conversation about this is why I shoot a bird this way, and it makes sense. Andrew, I moved out here, Andrew telling me, because I could see the bird better. Yeah, hey, that, the makes, gun, that makes sense. You get a better bird flight, less gun movement, but if you're your style complements the other way, right. bring the gun closer, see less bird, but more line. So it, it's... Both make perfect sense. Right. That's all how you want to approach and the, it. And the tool from his bag, I've now taken and put it in mine. Yeah. And he's taken yep. something that I'm shooting to say, hey, when I see a bird like that, I'm going to try that because it, it makes sense. You know, we yeah. still kill the bird each our own yeah. way. Yeah, still. But there may be a bird. very similar. There may be a bird that says this may work better for that. And Yep. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it's good. It's good to see that minute, that variety of targets out of 200 which gives you 13, 13, 26, 26, 26, 26. We saw over 75 different targets, 75 different machines throwing targets. Damn, that's awesome. And, you know, it gives you – some of them you only shoot at twice, some of them you shoot at three times. Uh, it gives you just fresh looks. So when I shoot this coming weekend, 
I'm going to be two miles in front of everything I shoot at because the speed and the, the distance transition. But it's very unlikely that a local gun club will throw anything that will exceed what I just saw. Sure. So if I see it and hit it or don't hit it, it's not going to outkick my talent level. And hmm. we shot hmm. one other game that's called American Field Sporting, which is new in the shooting world. It's a lot like just you and the boys before dove season. Step out and you, you know your uncle's got a machine, my dad's got a hand trap, and I got one of those things we sell. You know, the arm throws. Yes, in Ashland, Virginia, and, Green and Top. In Ashland, Green Top. <laughs> um, where the first presentation is a one shell single. Okay. The second one's a two shell single. Then you might get one, then the other, and then you might get a true pair. So it's it's cool. It was a cool layout because you shoot and move, shoot and move. It's exactly what you'd imagine. You and your buddies at the end of your road. Throw me a couple. Mm-hmm. Throw me a couple. And the, the game moves at a good pace. And it's, I think it's going to catch on. And it's kind of feetask esque because mm-hmm. you need to start with a lower gun. And it's a big open field. And it's a lot like sporting or super sporting where they're going to throw you a target and they're going to give you a very good chance to hit it. So it's not as rigid rules as feetask is. And it's not quite as laid back as sporting clays is where you don't just shoot pair after pair after pair. It's a very interesting game. Yeah. And we shot it. And we shot it well for the first time. And it was. A lot of fun. They had some great targets out there for that. I mean, some sporty ones. Yeah, some nasty targets. the and game was not intimidating enough. Like sure, Andrew said, right in if you said, I want to do something easy and get my feet wet, that would be the game to do sure. it. Because yeah. the, it's, gonna catch it's on so laid it back. It takes a small footprint to yeah. throw it. And they throw something there that's interesting called an X-bird. And like Andrew talked about, the guy who broke the big bird across the water. Mm-hmm. They have something they're called an X-bird. If you break it on the first barrel, and it's two points. It's not a, break it on it's one not a barrel, medium difficulty get, bird. It's but it's hard. a hard bird. Right. But if you break that... Um, first try. Yeah. First right. try is two points. Right. Like Second I did. barrel, Mike broke one first barrel, yeah. Second barrel is one point. So I shot the first round we shot of it. It was 25 targets. I broke 25. But I was only scored 25 because I had to use both barrels on that other bird. Gotcha. We go to the next field. Mike shoots his X-bird, and now it that built him a one-bird uh, freebie. He oh, can now right. miss one target stress-free. because Which, he's which at, I did. He, yeah. So, but he's, <laughs> once he did that, two. he's sitting at 26. <laughs> right. So if you look at your score and counting up or counting back, you just picked up two targets. Picked up you. one yeah. you know, that you couldn't get before. But that game was, was really cool on a uh, – a guy that I just met, but now is a friend of mine, designed the game and kind of a, kind of a. I'm trying to describe it. He was trying to part ways from fee task, okay, which is a, a specific set of rules and that he may or may not agree with a lot of things. This is happen. just a little more loose, I guess. It's, and yes. the, the slogan yeah. is "less rules, more fun." Yeah, I got you. And like fee I'm, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm all about. about yeah, I'm all about. Well, in fee task, you can't wear flip flops. You can't. No. No. It's in the rules. You cannot wear open-toed shoes. And you know what's in the rules in this game? Flip-flops are allowed. Flip-flops. That's one of the it's tenth. Of the, that's the tenth rule in the one game. One of the rules is ten. You rules. can wear flip-flops. I thought you were gonna say you must wear flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. So he gave us a like a keychain bottle opener that said American Field Sporting, and it was in the shape of a flip-flop. That's cool. Which is you know kind of cool. kind of like a fu, but yeah. it's uh, the game's catching on. You know, a lot of big guys are shooting it, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Last year they had casual. a um, a championship somewhere like a, the AFS National Championship or something big, and the trophy. Was a silver flip flop. It was a giant flip flop. <laughs> giant flip flop. That <laughs> so, was all the trophies yeah. were flip flops. So it's it's very cool how you can go to such a major event and you can just shoot this backyard game for score and win a trophy, cool. you know, yeah. and win money. But so I mean, but that's cool that they allow it. You know, yeah. they, like they recognize and they're that open. As an, the as game's an event. less than three years old, and the guy thought about it sitting in his bathtub 
after coming back from a world feed test shoot, and he's saying, I don't, I don't really like this, and I don't think they want me in their game anymore. I'm just going to make my own game. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Here Boom. you are. Here at the U.S. Open. And they shot at the Nationals cool. this year and the World English. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, which is a, just a great opening point to anybody at any skill level. It's U.S. Open, again, not the U.S. Invitational. You live close. You live far. You've been shooting this game for eight months. You just bought your first serious gun. You're really committed. It's worth going. It's worth yeah. going to put yourself in perspective, not to demoralize yourself, but to put yourself yeah, but in perspective and know what's out there. But you're able. It's like you know. It's it's no different than saying, <clears throat> it, like you know, when they have like what they have the U.S. Open and, and golf this exactly. weekend. It's like if it's the same sort of event as that. Mm-hmm. You're just allowed to just walk walk on and just sure and, and pay the money and shoot and, and compete. Yeah. You and know. if you were uh, a friend of ours said yesterday, if you're a scratch golfer at uh, Hunting Hawk. Yeah, you're a good golfer. You you got it going on. Sure, you step on the U.S. Open. Yeah, and you don't shoot 15 over. You right. had a good day. Right, just by being on the same grounds as Phil Mickelson. Absolutely, it's nerve wracking. Yeah, you know, same as uh, the names in this sport: the Matt Reese's, the Wendell Cherries, the, the, the Gavin Miles, and just being there with them. You know, levels of playing field, yeah, you know, right, and the, in their favor, right, the, <laughs> yeah. right, and the opportunity, like Andrew said before, you can go through the menu. But when you sign up and pick specific games, you could say, and "I would love to shoot. Games. I would love to shoot my side by side and not feel undergunned. Right. I would love to shoot my pump gun and not feel undergunned with these guys." And you could shoot those separate events, and it would be something cool to say, "I broke X number of targets mm-hmm. with my granddad's pump gun, yeah. or the, or the side by side, or whatever." And a friend of mine just won the pump side by side event. Uh, lives close by. Is fantastic. I finished. Ninth, Ninth overall, which is incredible for a guy that works forty hour job. It's yeah. incredible, and I hope he really realizes that how happy I am for him. Mm-hmm. But he, he, you know, he shoots a side by side, which he shoots all the time, and just rakes the coals over everybody else. He is mm. there's a zero handicap when John puts his side by side. Yeah, yeah. He, he won with a ninety seven, and the next close score was eighty eight. And the oh, guy wow. who he shot just, and the guy and who the shot an eighty eight is beast. no slouch. He's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. So he just and raked John, it all. Yeah, hats off. <laughs> Way to go, John, representing. Virginia, yeah, because he did, inside he did the, the top ten in the yeah. U.S. John, Open, John Truitt. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. And, yeah. and just shot fantastic, and, and I'm, I'm very, very, very happy. That's awesome. Yeah. And shout, he's a competitor. Shout out to him, you know. That's, yeah, and absolutely. he's the guy I want to beat. He's a competitor. Yeah. So absolutely, it's, it's good to see a local guy do so well. But that's 100%. you can shoot your sub gauge, you can shoot your side by side, your pump, your. Uh, there's not like a single shot division, but you can shoot all these other things. You can rent a gun. Especially for a newer shooter that lives close by, it's financially feasible. I want to go and shoot two events, spend one night in a hotel room, and shoot a demo blazer. Because I've really been thinking about it. Because Jim down the street got a blazer. Yeah. I, I like that blazer. I want to shoot one. And you talk to the guy that works at the factory. The gunsmith is there. He can tell you how great the gun is. You take 30 steps and you're at the Craig off booth. You can do the exact same thing. You could go and not shoot and just borrow guns for and three days. And just try them out. Yep. Yeah, if and you're you don't shopping, even have to compete. You just, nope. you're just you don't have to have a shooter shopping. number. You, you see, you get to see the beautiful, and, beautiful place, and, and they beautiful have women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they and, and they have they have um, when you go to the vendors row, we'll call it. Right next to that is about four practice fields with another practice course. So if you were yeah, just that guy who wanted to come course. in there and do something, you walk in and you say, "Here's my credit card," and they give you a card with 500 birds on it. And you walk around and say, I'm going to come shoot this five stand. Go I'm going to shoot this, yeah. you know, make a break. I want to do it, which make a break is a cool game, too. If you ever go to a shoot like that, get your hunting buddy, 
and say, I'm going to put 20 bucks, I'm going to beat you. Yeah. And it's like playing horse with a shotgun. You that's, shoot a specific Yeah, you, you call out the number, and that's the point course, value of the bird. Right, and then you call it out. And Andrew says, I don't think Michael's going to break that bird, so I'm going to say the 1-6. And I'm going to say, I don't think Andrew can break the 1-5. And they tally it all up, yeah. and you just Or right, I'm going to put Michael that. in a corner, and I'm going to keep the seven birds out of my reach, but we're going to have a six shoot-off, and mm-hmm. somebody's going to choke. Mm-hmm. And then that's exactly what happened. We're smashing them in front of these big dogs. I can hear them in the background. Who's who is that? Andrew and Michael. Who are they? That's right. You know, I hear them all. They're, I thought they said there was a nice shirt that I had <laughs> yeah. on too, which was good. And, you know, we were putting pressure on each other. We both drop our last one. You know, uh-huh. for the nail in the coffin. Right. But, you know, it's it's just cool to it's shoot. Fun. Yeah. And there's you know 200 people sitting around. So yeah. you, they're not watching. You feel like they are, but yeah. they're not watching. Uh, but you just start smashing these big targets, and and if you miss them. You're out of the ten dollars worth of targets, and right. you owe your buddy dinner. Right. But it's right. a cool like yeah. entertainment, thing. and it's and it's very cool because when you shoot with somebody that you like, you're rooting for them to break that bird too, because sure. you know how good it feels yeah. when you break it. So is that is this why y'all went after? We, t- we were talking about birds, uh, the yard bird at KFC. Did, <laughs> so <laughs> bird this, bird that, man. We're all about the yard. We well, yeah, had a chicken so, sandwich. So on who home. owed who KFC dinner? <laughs> I came out on top, but I bought his dinner. Whoa, 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 whoa. Make a break? Oh, yeah. You remember you? when they went for the third pair, and I killed my six, and he said, all right, Andrew, you're in the lead. Oh, I thought it was a 41 when we to swapped, 38. you had me. Mmm. Mmm. Are you sure about that? We'll have to call back up there. Find yeah. Out. I thought when you it's walked off and said I had to let you win, oh, that's no. when I figured I got that I won. I've never said that, even if I didn't mean it. <laughs> I've well, never said that. I'll put it to you this way. He did buy me a chicken sandwich, and you all make your own decision who won. Yeah. <laughs> and he also, want, brought up. he also wanted a chicken leg off the floor. Yeah, the girl behind the counter dropped one leg behind the floor. And it, it, it was a domino effect from having a, such a pleasant weekend where you bump into people. I'm Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. And just in a high-spirited mood all weekend. We get up to the counter, I paid a girl, and she's – Pulling somebody else's order, and and what looked like a drumstick hit the floor, and she's not, not paying me or that chicken leg anymore. Yeah, and she's wandering around. Here you go. Here's your food. I said, Can I have it? Leg and hit the ground. She said, You want that? I said, Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Baby, I wouldn't eat that. That'd make you sick. Yeah. And it was definitely a chicken leg. I'm at two twenty, and I know what a chicken oh, leg yeah. looks it like. Looked like a chicken leg from here. Um, oh, she thought I was a big. It's like the ten second rule. That was a big hit. Well, was, we were going like the forty five second. Forty five second rule. Yeah, but there it was, was little black dots on it, so I don't know if that was spices or something from the floor. Herbs and spices, man. That kernel <laughs> got it going on. It might have been a little spicier. <laughs> yeah, Maybe but, when you pee later in the evening from but, an infection. And that was just, but it, in in all seriousness, it's just a residual effect of being at such a large scale thing where you're wanted, when yeah. you're welcomed. It's just you know, I go to the gas station four hours later and I tell the guy who's having probably a real bad day. Yeah. Man, uh, how's it going, man? It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's hot out there. Get some Gatorade. Everything going all right? Just, you just yeah. are in a, in a really good mood. Well, it's uh, like, I mean, because everybody seems to be like that everybody. down there. Yeah. Everybody, Somebody everybody's had a bad happy day. to be there. Sure. You know? Somebody yeah. somewhere is having a bad day. Sure. And it's probably ain't as bad as my day. Yeah. Right. So right. I'm, I'm but, doing just fine. But right. overall, the shooting community is tight, and 90 plus percent of the people, 95 plus percent of the people, um, welcome you to the sport. They want to help you. They were you at one time, and they are willing to say, "Yeah, you can shoot my gun. Here's Everybody a couple shells. You know, you should one. you should look at these glasses. You should do whatever." The other five percent are just those folks you'll never make happy, and you just nod your head. And, Doesn't matter you if know, they shoot or on. play golf or yeah, drive Formula One. It. They're just not happy. Yeah. Yep. Or the person who cut Andrew's hair. Just not happy. Yeah, he won't have it at me. He's in a rush. <laughs> yeah, he's in a rush. The Clippers died. I like it though. I, Thanks, I like man. I like the hawk man. It is yeah. cool. 
No, Animal from um, Animal from the WWE. Uh, WWE, the Road Warriors. That's Animal's oh, yeah. son. <laughs> <laughs> Little fella. Yeah. <laughs> Little yeah, we we had a good time, and I'm I'm hats off to all the shot well. I'm, I'm, Came home, my chin held high, and that's good, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I look forward to the next one. Well, congrats to both of y'all because uh, it sounds like y'all had a, well for one, you had a good time. Sure, you weren't at work. Yeah, and you shot real well. Yep. And it's good to it see the store experience. did well without us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we yeah. seemed we we got we got by. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a great experience, and all all shooters encouraged to shoot big shoots. World's to quote Ramsey Russell's professional duck hunter, the world's a lot bigger than your backyard. Yeah, yeah. So you go out and see I something. Like that. You either learn from it or you learn about it. Yeah, yeah. So and it's I did, very cool. I did miss work when it started to rain because it's a nice roof we have here. It's been seventy. <laughs> I've been here nine years and it's been seventy-two degrees every day. every day. Yeah. That ninety-six down there was getting yeah. hot. Okay. It was, it was yeah. hot here. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it was it was hovering close to hundred here on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, it cooled off a little bit Sunday, but st- man, still, I mean, it gets stickier the further south you get. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, it was I pretty gross. It was the pretty, heat yeah. kept the mosquitoes in the shade, which I thought was nice. Yeah, I saw one you know. passed out. Right, heat exhaustion. Yeah, Andrew got down on the road, was yelling at it like Steve Austin, just giving them a hard <laughs> time. Right. Like, I got it. I gave the John Cena. You can't see me. That's right. And then he took his hat off, and the mosquito was like, "Hey, are you? Are you animal or hawk?" One of them landed on my arm, and I went to take a bite of it. Just. So you know, exhausted, just, it just went, eh. fell over. It just, it just flew off somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a good weekend. It was a lot of fun. Sounds a lot like of it. fun. Mm. Well, thanks, uh, thanks for being on the podcast today. Uh, I know y'all had a good time. I'm glad I caught both of y'all because uh, this was, uh, it was, it was definitely cool to share this with. Yeah, it uh, is. Our listeners. And anybody yeah. listening have any questions? I can certainly talk about this. Yeah. Until the cows come home, but if you come in the store or or find us, or seek us out. It's it takes little to no effort to go do it. Yeah, it's well worth it. All you gotta do is try. Yep. Yeah. All you can do is show up and shoot, and yeah. it's a lot of fun. And, and I encourage all to give it a shot. Hundred percent. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for being here. Hey, man. Thank all you. Right. Thanks for listening to the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby; it's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.